we are live. So I, I like all that. Uh, here's what I wanted to say about Elvis that I think could be really funny that we can include. Okay. So Elvis is clearly driving somewhere, right? Did you, you guys, you guys know that Elvis was like this super accredited black belt martial artist. Do you guys know that? That's later in his life, but yeah. Is yeah, that how Raj gets into karate? We we tie the two together. Raj gets his inspiration to be, become a martial artist because Elvis was actually in his, his uh, gi with his black belt on when he did this. And we got to make it to where Elvis just beat the shit out of these guys, dude. Just wipe the floor with them to, to give Elvis the, the lure of that black belt. Because the the joke is that Elvis was actually terrible at karate. And he was like one of those guys that was so famous that they were just like, we're going to give you every stripe, every, you know. Uh, I've seen some videos of Elvis doing karate, and it's awesome. He was an old fat man. I mean, what do you it's expect awesome, from it's like, it's like Steven Seagal trying to do karate now, you know. Steven and Seagal, Steven Seagal was a Elvis guitar up, player. Uh, his whole life at first yeah you know? steven <laughs> steven seagal would have killed elvis you know well yeah in those days have you seen him now though that's what i imagine elvis would would have looked like no steven seagal's a phony john you know that right but he is such a better martial artist phony than elvis was i'm just oh, saying he would have wiped yeah. the floor with elvis that's all i'm saying oh yeah yeah definitely definitely so how old are jimmy and roger or, or this is like this is their early teens. They're they're hopping trains. They're still working at Jimmy's, the gas station. And Jimmy's going to be ten years old, roughly, in this scene. We can adjust um, the dates to fit, our, you know, a bit. Yeah, to fit our, um, Elvis doesn't. It doesn't have to be the exact date that Elvis actually did it. That's fine. Or could yeah. and could could we throw another kind of weird thing in there where maybe we make it. Uh, in a weird way to where maybe it's before Elvis's peak of his fame. Maybe we make it that uh, Delilah is telling them about this Elvis character before his fame. Right. And, and maybe Jim and Roger do the same scene and like maybe Jimmy or Roger, something happens to get like a bee in their pants and they're like shaking their, shaking their knees like Elvis did. And we, Gump, we say that's Elvis. Forrest Gump. Okay. Elvis oh, learned okay, to shake his that. knees from Forrest Gump. Come on, man. That's How true. Many okay. Different, uh, I, I should have known that wasn't my going to teach Elvis his, his yeah. dance moves. No, I like it. Let's, okay, let's 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 run with that. I like that. I think they could be a little bit older, though. Maybe like yeah, they 12, could be. Like 13-ish. I said, we'll adjust the dates. Because that doesn't sound like their first big trip. And do we no, happen it, to know? Do we happen to know? Did John Wayne live in Texas by chance? John Wayne mostly lived in California. Um, John okay, Wayne's so divorced that makes it several times. Okay, uh, he, he he was always married and into Latin women. In fact, he Puerto, um, Puerto Rican women spends a decent amount of time in Mexico too. Nice. Uh, the Duke. The Duke okay, was so a big family guy, supposedly. For so now, life. who's higher on the list? I feel like John Wayne is the the last guy that gets checked off the list. Cause I feel like he's the highest ranking. And that's like the big collapse. Like once, like once he, once he finally once crosses, that's gone, 
crosses the Duke issues. off his lift. He's he's, he's really it, it was his last it was his last hope because he thought the reason that the Duke was the only one left on the list was because it had to be the Duke. You know, yeah. Part of him is happy every time he crosses a name off. Yep, that makes he's like because my dad's a little John bit more Wayne. likely. Yeah, yeah. I knew my dad was John Wayne. You know, I love that. Yeah, I like that. And so I say I, Elvis has got to be number two. Yeah, that's pretty good. Father, you know, Elvis. Yeah, but that would mean then that, the like, if Elvis is number two, then Jimmy and Raj would have to be older than twelve or thirteen, right? Well, no, didn't didn't we say that they were going to kind of uh, kind of give up on the? the expedition for for the dad at a certain point and then there would be like a, a little time where they're just going hog wild before the gas station burns down because yeah, we haven't flushed that out yet but yeah i mean the exact age because because i was thinking that jimmy would be like about nine to eleven ish in the traveling circus gomez days and then i figure we we got to give him a little bit of time with butch to get the, that kind of relationship. And then, then I, I think Butch is the one who sparks the idea for the list. Or at least the investigation of the list. It like gives him ideas like, Hey, you guys got jobs, Butch Holmes. Some money go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Butch Holmes. Yeah. So then that would be perfect to where like nine to 11 is Gomez. 11 to 13 ish he's just kind of working learning the ropes it was with butch and then 13 to that 15 16 they're just investigators man they're every every time they get an opportunity they're trying to dig up information because i think that could be the thing too is maybe the list you know it starts at the gas station like we said localized the the list is long but I think a lot of the characters are very irrelevant. You know, they're just like local people that he's like just checking off the list and stuff. And uh, then we got to like move it up to where maybe there's like uh, a local type celebrity, like a, a up and comer that we could find that ends up being popular or something. Uh, Timeline wise. And then you get to the obvious, you know, Delilah's, spitting to him that clearly his dad has got to be either John Wayne or Elvis or maybe a little bit of both, you know? All right. Well, I, I have a scene that I kind of started writing that, that I, that I'd like to share, but then I have, I have a different idea as well. I think I texted part of it, but Raj isn't really Jimmy's relative. Raj, uh, Jimmy and Raj meet, and this is, this is a, a term in, in the writing business. It's called, or the film business. And Cures may maybe heard it before, but it's called Save the Cat. Yep. And uh, the idea, yeah. So, so uh, the idea is your character within like the first 15 minutes has to like do something to win the audience over. And so they call it Save a Cat. I mean, obviously you don't literally say, save a cat. But my idea is Jimmy goes to literally save a cat. He either doesn't save the cat or he does save the cat, but in saving the cat, he kills Raj's parents. And then he invites Raj to come live with him because Raj has no parents now. And then of course, Delilah says no, 
but since Delilah is such an absent parent, Jimmy's just like, no, 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 it's fine, dude. She, you know, she won't even notice. So, so Raj just moves in and there's so many kids there that she doesn't even notice that there's like another kid there. So Raj just moves in with Jimmy and they become like pseudo brothers. I dig it. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Hey, and then, or what if, what if Jimmy doesn't even ask Delilah? He's like, Raj, trust me, dude. We're going to, and, and then Delilah, Delilah one day walks in like, who the fuck's this guy? And Jimmy's like, mom, it's cousin Raj. And she's like, oh, oh okay. hey, Raj, haven't seen you. You know, and she like, yeah, fucking know <laughs> that it's, that, that he's just like, oh, uh, yeah, it's cousin Raj. Hey, Raj, hey, how you doing, bud? <laughs> His name's like Franklin, <laughs> and he just has to go by Cousin Raj. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, dude, yeah, maybe. Like yeah, so maybe his name's not even Raj to begin with. They change it because he's like, it's Cousin Raj. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, gosh, I haven't seen you since you were a boy. You know, your, okay, your so, hair's crazy. Here's the other thing. So, so this is the thing that's going to lead into uh, my next scene. It, so, the only thing Raj wants from his parents is his dad had just bought a new encyclopedia set okay which is going to come in handy that's that's where that's why roger learns everything that he learns encyclopedia yeah. so um there's this philosopher you guys may or may not have heard of him but his name was john jacques rousseau and uh the the thing that's important in my aspect is rousseau was like the worst father in the world like literally he had maybe several kids and then his wife died in the last childbirth. And instead of like raising his kids or getting help with his kids, he literally dropped them all off at an, at an orphanage. And back in the day, it was practically a death sentence to be a small child in an orphanage. And this philosopher, uh, one of the, among other things that he philosophized was like how to raise and teach young people. That was one of the like that was one of the tenets of his philosophies. It was like so. Anyways, so I want Rogers, his dad, to be John Rousseau. So maybe so we can come up with a name. So maybe um, maybe his name is not Raj at all. His name could be like. I'll look. Uh, I think Rousseau was either German or uh, French. But yeah, so we'll give him like a German or French name or something. Maybe. Yeah, that's funny. I like it. And. I bet you we could find a name in the, in that language. It's really close to like something that, that he's like, it's Raj. Yeah. You know? Well, Rousseau's not that far off from Raj either, you know? Yeah. yeah. And Jimmy don't know how to read very well. So he's just like, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah so maybe that's why. Raj. Yeah. He, he just, just can't calls read. him Raj because he doesn't know how to pronounce O-U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some weird things above it and stuff. He's like, Fuck that. yeah, because Raj. You know? That's good too. So that's good. Okay, and then, so Jimmy grows up originally, originally he thinks that he doesn't have a dad. He thinks he's, he's uh, his mom tells him that he was immaculately concepted. And he believes that because he doesn't know what sex is. He has no other reason to, to not, at this point, this, this is a naive state in his life. He doesn't, he doesn't not trust his mom. His mom tells him a lot of weird stuff, but he doesn't know that, that yet. Go ahead, John. What, what if we change the immaculate with a different word that's like that means like fake or not real uh not a mat not the imaginary conception but something to where it's like uh there's numerous 
possibilities or you know uh what would something like that like infinite conception conception, jimmy okay i can't boil it down to just one thing okay uh it was a rough time infinite conception okay infinite conception jimmy okay and this is why and that's working really hard yeah uh ties were tough you look at how many siblings you have jimmy okay you'd have no idea what it takes to put food on the table uh yeah i like changing it to where you know it, it sort of yeah. kind of makes it funnier you know yeah. and okay, uh, that's good i also <laughs> have jimmy like messing it up too so he's saying like i i was immaculatedly uh contexted or something you know so like he doesn't even know like the actual term right internally exactly. congested yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was internally congested <laughs> Yeah, so that's, like uh, that's why my mom says I have stomach problems. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is the scene I started writing, and now, and now you guys have just uh, changed it a bit. But, anyways, Raj, Raj shows uh, Jimmy the the um, encyclopedia entry for sexual reproduction, and he starts saying things like, "Hey, man, looks like a looks like all animals have to have." two parents in order you know blah blah blah. you need a sperm and you need an egg and then it becomes a zygote you know the haploid you know uh part of the chromosomes and jimmy's just like huh what what and then uh and then so raj finally says like dude you have a dad and jimmy's like nah man i was i was uh internally uh constipated (laughs) and you know raj you know corrects him on that we find out he was he thought he was infinitely infinite maculation no wait the infinite conception, the infinite yeah. conception. So yeah, so we have to get a little closer to that probably. But anyways, and then and then finally Raj says, dude, God's imaginary. People created God. And then so Jimmy starts questioning him. And then Raj gives all the, you know, the, the basic like scientific atheist answers. And then Jimmy flips it on him and says, oh, well, dude, how do you know all that? And Raj says, oh, dude, I've read it in my encyclopedia. And then so Raj gives it back to him. Well, well, who, well, who uh, created the encyclopedia? He's like, oh, people did. Well, how did people come up with these ideas? Oh, you know, they researched, you know, and so it gets flipped on. And so actually the ideas in the encyclopedia are just as ridiculous as the ideas in religion, according to the arguments that these two children produce. That's funny. Yeah. So, um, and then, and and what then if, Jimmy, Le- go ahead. Uh, what if like, uh, so in this time period, Raj is always reading like uh, encyclopedias. Jimmy's never turned on by encyclopedias. He thinks it's all stupid. What if Jimmy finds like a Bible in Butch's car or something? And he's like, Butch, what the, what's this book you're reading here, Butch? And Butch is like, oh, hey, that's a good book, Jimmy. You know, maybe like Butch also introduces Jimmy to the Bible, and then that like sparks Jimmy's uh, arguments against Roger. Oh, maybe. Because so where does be Jimmy cool. get these ideas from? Because Jimmy doesn't know anything. He he's dumb. Everything he's learned well, is at the gas station. So maybe he finds a Bible from Butch because he, he likes okay, that's, Butch. That's good. Then he's but, like, "Oh, I anything Butch does is the way." Obviously, look at Butch owns a fucking gas station. Roger's reading encyclopedias. He's got a hundred books. Butch has got one. You know. Okay, that's actually that yeah. That's a good tie-in. 
Now that that kind of conflicts with another idea I had. I was I wanted Jimmy to um to not learn about the Bible until he starts investigating Jesus's life, and that's how he finally cracks the case when he starts to read the Gospels. And then that can maybe spark spark his uh, his post investigation life because now he wants maybe maybe he does want to rewrite the Bibles or something like that. But uh, but yeah, so I was thinking he wouldn't learn about about the Bible, or at least the gospel, until after Jesus is gone. Because because during their during their twenties, that's that's literally when Jesus is becoming Jesus. Now we could maybe talk, maybe Jesus learns how to be Jesus because maybe Jesus finds the Bible too. Who knows? What if I want to interject just really quick? What if? We, we keep Johnny's idea of him finding the Bible in Butch's car or something, right? But instead of the actual Bible, it's like a hustler. And Butch just tells him it's the good book, you know, to, to get him to stop asking what it is or whatever. Oh, you don't want to. It's the good book, you know, you make sure. And then he just tells him maybe a little like a line or two about religion, just like a little, you know, because remember, kid, God can see everything or, you know, like whatever. And so he doesn't know anything about religion, but he took that as like, okay, so the good book is this, you know, and then maybe that solves it. So he learns about the actual Bible after Jesus is gone. I like that. How, and we could even tie it into where, yeah, that's even funnier, dude. He, he takes his good book, whatever it is. And that could kind of be like, remember, I think we talked about one time a book that's kind of similar to the fucking book in back to the future ish kind of deal where it could be like a book that's on like gambling or uh, some, you know, something like that. And uh, no, I, I think it's one of the first nudie magazines. Yeah, that could. It, it, so whatever it ends up being, right? So that's Jimmy's conception of the good book. Then Jimmy and Jesus spend this time period where Jesus is like, essentially getting ready to get the information for his good book. Then you have the time frame where the two can uh, kind of meet, where Jimmy knows everything is the good book, this the complete opposite of what Jesus is trying to teach him. And then, like, Jimmy could be like, No, Jesus, let me show you this book. And then Jimmy shows Jesus the book that he's basing his life off. And Jesus, is like, Jimmy, we got to write you a new book. And then that's Jimmy and Jesus they spend that time coming up with everything that ends up, it was supposed to be the Bible and it ends up being the real Bible. It'll be Jimmy's book that he comes up with. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in love with that idea. That seems like a lot of work. Same. And it's I, all also, rough. Yeah. It's all I rough. also think that it would be cool if Jimmy's book or, you know, the one true Bible was just the subtext of the actual Bible, just the Bible from Jimmy's perspective would be funny. So like, like, you know, or maybe not, I don't know, but I think it'd be funny if like the, the, the subtext of it is, you know, if in the Bible, it says that, uh, you know, this happened, then in Jimmy's book, it'd be the same events, just like what went down from his perspective, you know, so all the fuck ups and the, you know, the random stuff. I don't know. Well, I like the idea of Jimmy's book being based off of like, don't lie, don't cheat, don't steal, simple things like that. Maybe include some things like, uh, you know, 
uh, smoking's not bad, you know, beer's not bad, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> He's oh, got to no, have no. some of those modifications, you know. Yeah, who, so who's who's he going to learn never steal, lie, or cheat from? Is that going to be – so we have – our options are Gomez, Butch Holmes. I kind of feel like it's uh, – maybe maybe that would be a good thing that his I older think, sister I could think teach we, him. I think we split it up. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say yeah. we could have the mother figure in his sis, system be like, don't lie. Don't ever lie. Mm. And then At Butch, the carnival, don't cheat, or at the circus – yeah don't don't cheat at the circus and, and at the gas station be, don't and steal. at the gas station butch is like don't ever steal from me jimmy okay don't ever <laughs> steal from me. <laughs> so it's like those are like the that's three it. favorite people in life he's just like that's what life is man it's like at don't the lie, circus don't, cheat, don't steal at the circus you have like jimmy like rigging the the coin and the goldfish you know like he's like spraying it with pam like in joe dirt you know <laughs> and uh and gomez is like hey don't do that that's cheating exactly gomez could gomez could always be taking him around like during the setup of the circus and he's like see all this shit they're doing here jimmy it's like this is why these fucking losers are never going to get anywhere with their lives they'll be on this circus but me jimmy i'm a performer i tame lions jimmy there's no no lying to lions, and he's like, "Oh shit, okay, cool." Or no cheat. There's no cheating lions, you know. <laughs> maybe his teeth. But well, then maybe his sister. Oh yeah, yeah okay, okay, okay. Which are, we can mix and match him or whatever you sure, know, sure, like. Sure. But there's like plenty of stories where those are the you could use. We could use the carnies as like Gomez is like you don't want to be one of these guys, Jimmy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know now we're making fun of uh, disadvantaged people, which is often funny. But but maybe but but maybe these people are more honorable than than the people they serve. Okay. Well, I think I think like we could make the carnival just like everything else. There's the the, the layers of purgatory at the carnival. There's the bottom. Yeah, the people that are unloading, loading, setting up. Maybe a nut goes missing. Maybe a bolt gets tightened. Maybe it doesn't. Okay. But then you have the people that are purposely scamming people, mm. okay, at the booth. That's that's where you don't want to be, you know. Hey, Jimmy, if you're a guy cooking some fries there, you know, just do what you can do. What can you do, man? Not a bad place. But if you're one of those guys, Jimmy, you know, that's where you don't want to be. Cheating yes, people know, out of their hard-earned money. Because, because we could definitely um, play with that a lot in the carnival could be some some nice political uh cultural societal analogies and satire there for sure well carnival there is no no rules there's no uh judgment you know uh they don't frown upon women with beards they're revolutionary the carnival was trans before trans was trans you know yeah probably good for like a you know an alphabet uh uh, alphabet joke with um you know there's literally so 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 many letters attached to it now i don't know what they are the lbg we might Q, jim we went to school with a guy i'm not gonna say his name on on live podcast but we actually have a guy that worked the carnival we could interview <laughs> hmm. nice yeah uh, well, there's so many people that it could have been. I'm, I'm actually kind of curious now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
absolutely. So yeah, I liked I, I like these. There's um there's an idea I had to I know we're running out of time, but uh maybe for some sub tenants for the uh so something that the old man told me one time we were we were at the river and uh he said, Hey Murph, if there's two things you can learn from the old man, it's take care of your teeth and don't get poison oak. Oh yeah, those are good ones. Yeah. I'm gonna Yeah, so I think yeah. there's maybe some episodes. Absolutely. In there. Yeah. 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 Well, uh Jimmy Christ, by the time he gets to his older age, he's going to be missing some teeth. And probably had poison oak a couple of times, at least. Oh, yeah. Po- poison oak could be a reoccurring. Uh, yeah, dude. Po- yeah, I think it should that. be. Just like, he somehow always, that that could be why he hates dogs or animals. He's like, I, every time I see an animal, I get poison oak, you know? Yeah, that, that'd be a funny gag. I like that. All right, well, do we want to go in for round two? Yeah, I'm good for round two. I'm good for round two. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll uh, start us a new one. Cool. Oh, we probably should have done an intro since. Just redub the last intro if you really need one. Yeah. Yeah. I will eventually. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, um, so the end, so the end of that scene that I briefly mentioned where it was a philosophical thing making making fun of religion and then making fun of anti-religion and and then so i had that part of the scene ending with jimmy just leaving the room and then rog like what are you doing dude and he's like i gotta talk to my mom so this is when he first confronts his mom so be so before this scene so they have to be a fairly young but old enough to at least pull off a conversation like that and then he goes to his mom, okay? His mom's at her, her, her little office desk area, okay? She's got, she's got these really long, like, bright-colored fingernails. She's got, she's got her, her, uh, her uh, tarot cards out. You know, she's getting ready. A client's about to come in. And so Jimmy just goes in and start, starts pressing her. Who's my dad? And she's like, nobody. Who's my dad? And she's like, get out of here, you little fucker. You know, you know she wants him out of there. And he's like, and he keeps pressing her. Who's, who's my dad? Roger just showed me, you know, he doesn't know the actual name for uh, encyclopedia. So he butchers. He's like, Roger just, sh- just showed me the, the encyclopedia, you know, the encyclopedia or something like that. And she's like, so what? And, you know, she's blowing him off. And he finally starts butchering. He's like, yeah, there was, uh, he told me about sexual reduction. And I know that, that, you know, that you had to have sex and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all that stuff. And then eventually he's bugging her so much. The client's like walking in. She finally drops. The, she finally says, fine, uh, Gomez. And then, and then Jimmy, um, Jimmy starts, you know, like, well, who's, well, who's that? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, well, where is he? I don't know. She finally tells him, uh, last time I, you know, last time I heard he, he, he worked at the circus. And so that's, that's this scene I think needs to be first episode. Jimmy meets Raj. Jimmy finds <clears throat> out that first first starts tracking down his dad. Finds out it's Gomez, and then he joins the circus. So we have this. This is kind kind of my vision so far. We have the conception of Jimmy Christ. We takes starts off in 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 heaven. Gabriel goes down, impregnates a virgin, and Delilah. And then 
we go into our our uh, our intro. Okay, we see the you know the cloud scene that Johnny envisioned, where Jimmy goes from a little sperm cell in Gabriel's uh, nutsack into Delilah baby birth. You know, and then we we drop into whatever Jimmy's doing the save the cat scene, and then brings Raj home. And then we can maybe mess around with that a little bit. And then eventually we need to go to the circus. So, so there's probably, there's like a gap to figure out in there. In, in yeah, I like that. Let, so far. Let's just start that right around 11, uh, 10 years old. Sounds perfect. Yeah. So I figured the save, the save the cat scene could probably be a bit younger, maybe five or six or something. With him and Raj. Yeah. It's got to be a little bit older than that. We'll keep it to nine, nine year, nine, nine year oldish, because Jimmy's got to be old enough to at least know some stuff and know that he could be like, oh, we have enough other kids that like, my mom's not gonna pick up. I don't know if a five year old knows that, you know. Well, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't it, have to. Uh, this is the son of God, John. I under, I understand. I understand. But it's one of those things where it's nature versus nurture is, you know. Uh, even the son of God in the wrong environment might not be the brightest dude when it all starts, you know? Well, here's the thing. Okay. So imagine, imagine you have 17 or 18 siblings. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> imagine what kind of environment this is. Just think of what a five-year-old would know in that situation. That's true. So maybe we'll uh, six or seven. I see him a bit younger. Yeah, that's fine. And Raj and Raj is a bit younger. And then we just what zoom if, through a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Or what if, I mean, this, I mean, this is probably too much, but I just came to my mind. I think it's a little bit funny. What if like he brings Raj home? Raj is still in diapers. And like the, the mom's like changes Raj's diaper. Doesn't even, she just goes like, all right, diaper time. She just lines up like 12 kids and just diapers. Doesn't I got one that fits the truth a little closer, Jim. Okay. We do the opposite. We make Roger like 19 or 20, dude. And he comes home with like seven-year-old Jimmy. And he's living with Jimmy now in his room. A grown man. You know, Jimmy's like, oh, you were cousin Raj. <laughs> uh, I don't quite see how, how that works, but maybe. Well, uh, one, it doesn't have to be like he's 20, but we could make Roger like 14 or 15, right? Where he's like significantly older. And, and that could be part part of maybe why Roger excels and Roger's reading encyclopedias or, you know, whatever the case. Maybe Roger's a little bit older, a little bit wiser in some ways than old Jimmy, you know? Uh, I mean, it, um a story like this doesn't have to be a hundred percent completely logically consistent. It just really makes it, it is probably only funny to me because I lived with cousin Roger, uh, our bunk mate, uh, when we were eight, nine, ten years old, and he was forty something. So to me, it's really funny, but most people wouldn't <sighs> understand or find the humor in that. I think it's funny, but I think that it would create more problems. I'm with like, you. I like Jimmy. Jimmy worth. and Roger need to be the same age because they're going to experience the same things at the same times. The puberty, their first girlfriends, their first loves, their first getting drunk. Yeah, I, it, 
scratch all of it. It was a, it was a fun moment. I had a chuckle. Yeah. Or Raj can be a little younger. So that's, so maybe that's why, you know, Jimmy, like, that's why I like Jimmy bringing him home. Like Jimmy feels responsible. He's got to take care of him. I mean, he just killed his parents. <laughs> he didn't kill his parents. He was possibly responsible for the death. He was possibly responsible for their death, but while, while their deaths were tragic, he saved a cat. Maybe. Yeah, we, yeah, I, we gotta, we I gotta think, pay off what happens to the cat. Or maybe you know, no, he saves the cat, but like the cat, he finds it. Dude, the cat's got this giant tumor, dude. It gives him poison oak. Oh, it like dies funny. the next day. And then, the cat's and the like cat climbing him... the tree to have a good death, and then Jimmy goes up there and takes it. He from rescues his, it. It's restful. Yeah. Now this is the same scene he's meeting Roger. Yes. Yeah. How about this? I, I'm they, thinking like okay. The, Oh, okay, the John, cat, the ahead, cat is, the cat is deathly injured in this car crash or whatever happened. Okay, now Jimmy has to save this cat and Roger, right? So they're trying to nurse the cat. Roger's younger; he's he doesn't know anything. He's just a little kid. Fucking Roger feeds the cat poison note, kills the cat, and. Gives everybody poison oak, dude. That's a lot, man. That's a lot a going on. Yeah, right. That is wild. <laughs> All right. I was thinking more like Jimmy sees a cat. He's thinking, I got to save the cat. He saves the cat. Yeah, maybe the cat's already dying or bleeding out or something, you know, or has a tumor or whatever. Uh, maybe it doesn't. Who knows? But then, like, I see, like, just in the process of climbing the tree to save the cat, he, like, hits a power line that, like, electrocutes, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Rousseau and then. Yeah, or 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 uh, and then he falls off the roof and gives you know like, la- I don't know, lands and and on top of it, you know, Raj's mom and then she's down. So I see it being like a calamity of accidents, you know, that just kind of yeah, he tries so, to do one good thing and then in the process of doing one good thing does fifty bad things. That's like, like that's nice. like kind of that's like kind of the same vision I had. I had like Jimmy, like maybe this tree branch like goes over the road a bit. So Jimmy's climbing up to save this cat that, that keeps meowing on its deathbed. Cause it's got this cancerous football on its side. And then like he, maybe the branch breaks and him and the cat fall into the road. And so the car swerves, hits the power line. Okay. That Roger's dad happened to be driving home from work. Roger's mom runs out to see what's going on, dude. The power line just crushes her ass. And then Raj comes out, dude. Both his parents are dead. And then Jamie's kind of like sitting there feeling responsible. And it's like, well, I, you know, or, so, you know, something, flush it out a little bit. Well, okay. We're, we're at a park. Okay. But it's kind of like a public park. So there's like stuff going on, right? There's people, pedestrians, cars. And uh, Jimmy spots the cat, right? And Jimmy like wants to help the cat. And he's just like freaking out. He doesn't really know what to do. He thinks the cat's going to die. He's like, we need a doctor. And this guy is this like guy and his wife and their kid in the stroller and shit, you know, just like they're like in town or they're walking by. And he's like, I'm a doctor. How, hey, what's the matter, buddy? And he's like, oh, no, I'm fine. Uh, this cat, man, you got to see. Can you help this cat? And the, the guy goes over there and the wife and the, and the little kid and Jimmy and then that fucking tree branch just falls, killing the doctor and the wife. 
Jimmy and Roger and the uh, they're, they're all the make it. You know, no one knows whatever happens to the cat. Who knows? That's a good idea too, because then it's it's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's funny if if a tree falls and then just lays everyone out. But then Jimmy, I mean, I guess would still be responsible for it. Well, and he he's definitely like responsible in the way that like one. You don't need a doctor to save a cat in a tree. You need someone from the fire department, okay? And, and you know, uh, yeah, that where it's like, I don't want it to be like Jimmy has weird, guilty feelings and it affects him from this. Is it like, are we trying to like scar him from life from this event, or is this just like a cool way for him to meet Roger? Yeah, so I think it's a, it's more the second. I think it's. For one, it's it's funny. It's like a meta making fun of of the so-called way you have to tell a story. So he's it's like an I mean, ironic also, satire. Yeah. So it's it's an ironic twist that lets a, an attentive audience know what they're getting into. Like, okay, so I'm I'm watching the type of show that is gonna do what it's so-called supposed to do in the storytelling but they're totally making fun of it and taking a shit on it so so like say say we go back to the tree branch right and they're all like kind of under the tree branch pottering like well fuck how do we get them up there what do we do tree branch boom snaps you know maybe lightning hits or something right causes uh, the tree branches falls everyone's scattered it's not good for the parents, obviously. We've already established that, right? But Jimmy just lucks out to where Jimmy kind of takes like a, a couple little small branches, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe knocks them on the ground. And then Jimmy's like, he's like laying on the ground and he looks up and he sees the cat. And he's like, oh, the cat, right? And the, the cat's like walking across the road and bam then the fucking cat just gets ran over in traffic or something you know and i mean we want to twist it or what do we want to do here well, so so here's um the reason i like him actually saving the cat is because it's kind of funny like he's he does he he goes out he does what he's supposed to do which tells the audience this is this the is good the good guy of the story yeah 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 but the poking the fun is the unintended consequences of your hero that stories don't usually tell you or show you. So maybe, so maybe Jimmy doesn't even think he's responsible. Maybe he doesn't know he's responsible, but the, the problem with him not knowing or not having any connection with the responsibility is, so what happens with Raj? But okay, so let's try this out. He saves the cat. In doing so, Okay, here's okay. So he 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 can't climb the branch. So he has to put the car, he gets in his mom's car, he puts it in reverse, backs it up into the street so that he can climb up on the branch. And then as he's climbing up in the tree, he uh he doesn't know any better. He leaves it in, he leaves it in neutral or something instead of putting it in park. So he climbs up on, on the tree, but now you have a car that's just sitting there in neutral. Maybe the car just rolls out into the street. And uh, maybe a car swerves and misses it. And while it does that, just runs over Raj's parents on the sidewalk or something. You know, some, something along those lines. 
So well, now, Rogers got to be there too, though. Well, here's the thing. Runs over Rogers' parents. Now, Jamie just saved a cat. He's feeling great. He rescued this cat. And what does he know? The next thing he knows is he hears this little boy screaming. My parents are dead. Help, 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 help. Or, or maybe just help, 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 help. Well, Jimmy's a hero, dude. He just saved a cat. He's going to go over there and save that kid next. Has no idea that, that it's all his fault. So maybe maybe a way to, to really figure out how we want to tell the story. The only problem with the scene I just said, though, is uh, that would make them like neighbors. So, so they shouldn't be neighbors. But. Well, so here, here's the thing that I think is to iron out the details, we need to figure out the what we want to tell so pretty much like if a then b types do it if jimmy does good the cat's alive there's un uh unintended negative consequences of that so is is that going to be like his scarred imprint that like oh i got to be careful how much good i do because sometimes if you do too much good something really bad can happen or we're just mainly doing it to, to not tell the, the typical scene that everyone thinks is happening. So I think, I think maybe the first question, maybe. And then the second one is it, you know, we're doing a satire, we're doing a comedy, so we're having fun with it, but back to your first part, I think maybe at some point that is something where Jimmy feels like he can't do good because every time he tries to do good, something really bad happens. In fact, I really like that idea because Jesus is just pure good. You yes. talk, Jesus talks to you, cured. Jimmy talks to you. Yeah, you feel great. You have a good time. You feel better. But then the next day, you're hungover. <laughs> something or something maybe bad happens to you next week. So then maybe Jimmy does develop this. I can't be close to people. I can't help people. The best thing for me to do is to just not get stay involved in my room. Just stay in Don't my room, involved, not yeah. get involved, you know, just do my best not to drink before 9am. But if I do, I'd, it's just wine. With a I'm still bit not of ice going anywhere. Yeah, you I'm not going anywhere. I mixed it with anybody. water, okay? It's only like 1% yeah. wine at this, you know, at this rate. But I think now we have such a big, well, I mean, so I, I think I Down like the, the idea of us getting the actual we, we still have to figure out what is the moral of our story. And this could be a great way to have that Easter egg where the whole moral of the story is in this very first scene in a very funny, different way than it would be told most ways. Because I think it, it, it's going to take some iron out, but I really like that scene. And I think it could really tell all that stuff in there. Hey, well, here's, here's a nice uh, moral, okay? Borrowed from deputy dog himself shit happens yeah it, yeah i mean that that's that's the thing i think is um you can have negative or good come out of you doing something because yeah that, that's just the randomness and all all the other factors involved where uh maybe part of jimmy's lesson he learns is maybe he's not as significant of a factor as he thinks you know a lot of a lot of moving parts out there for him to think that he was the sole responsibility because with that scene we could really do the crazy whole zoom out picture where you're like well what were roger's parents doing oh it turns out 
they were speeding going 30 miles over the limit because his dad was late for some stupid event that, you know, his mom and the kid didn't even want to go to, or, you know, like could be so many other things. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I like that scene. It's definitely got some, 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 some details to iron out, but I like that. We, I think we should think of like, what kind of town are they growing up in? Like, is it kind of like a smaller town? Is it based off like, how San Jose was in those, in those times um, or a suburb or like a smaller area that's close to that. Uh, Cause I think it, it fits our story a lot better to have them in kind of more, more like a town like Eagle point where it's like a small town. It's not a lot of people out there. Everybody kind of knows who everybody is, uh, but it could be close to something bigger. You know, where it's like they don't realize, but six miles from their house is this whole different world type deal. So I I also envision it more country-ish, suburban type type area. But I think I, I think this is this is one area where where I do think we need to do a little more research with our older relatives and kind of get more of, of what it actually felt like being, being in that yeah. time and era. Well, and what if this scene takes place in front of the gas station, but it's like right across the street from the gas station is this little park that, you know, that's where all this stuff happened, where we could kind of make it to where like, it seems like all these events in Jimmy's life happened so far, but really they're all just like, so locally interconnected and kind of uh you know it could also be like the introduction of the gas station there at the same time well that sounds like 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 a sitcom i i don't quite see it as a sitcom i don't think everything has to be you know in seinfeld's apartment but but that's not that's, well, that's not a terrible idea i i'm visualizing downtown eagle point how remember the crossroads there you got the gas station was like right there downtown then you had like that area where there was always is a it's a park now you know uh you got the bridge the bridge there's always always people around that area there's always traffic there's always cars so that that was kind of where what i was seeing and it's like even though we lived six or seven miles from that gas station was kind of like a hub for a while you know yeah we could you know yeah definitely as far as uh physically base it off something like that sounds good yeah yeah something like that and then that gives options for like what happens when he's trying to save the cat and like why would he be there it's like everyone goes to the gas station is where you get your candy you get whatever you need you at the gas station Especially yeah, if you're maybe, in a more uh, rural maybe area. Before, maybe before, so maybe Jimmy's going to the gas station. Okay, his mom needed a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. And, and maybe his mom even tells him, hey, mommy's little helper. Okay, so Jimmy's already, he already has this little title. He thinks he's, he thinks he's a helper. He's going to the gas station to get his mom's cigarettes. He goes, gets the cigarettes. He's coming home from the gas station, sees a cat in danger at the park. What one thing, not mommy's little helper. We go one better. Mommy's little healer. Okay. You know, because he may his mom makes him feel like she needs it so bad she might die. Like he's saving her by going to get her mm. some cigarettes. 
And that's what inspires him to want to help people to begin with. You know, he's like, you know, I always really enjoyed uh, saving my mother and doing things to keep my mother alive and well. And, you know, like getting, getting her smokes cigs. from the gas station. <laughs> 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 I'm mommy's little Kira, healer. <laughs> Kira, I don't know if if uh, you ever remember these. You must have, but but I remember my whole childhood. The old man in bed, just moaning and groaning for someone to bring him a coffee <laughs> or a, a peanut butter and jelly uh, yeah. English muffin. muffin or yeah. anything. And yeah. and I as remember. a kid, I had no idea that the guy was hungover. Obviously, I thought he you know, just needed some coffee, dude. <laughs> guy's a little cranky <laughs> yeah yeah and no, i i remember some of that for sure yeah uh yeah. <laughs> we should um just for for the sake of of an easter egg that i would be fond of we should call the gas station rainies well we just have to make sure that we can't get in any trouble for that i don't think Do we you would name the There's gas no station way. whenever we want okay yeah we can always just spell it differently too. Yeah, I don't even know how Rainey's was spelled. Do is there? A I think it was two E's. It... I think it was it's, like uh, it, yeah. It's R A I N E Y apostrophe S. Okay. Oh, Rainey. We could do we could do Rain R A I N backwards E like M and M with apostrophe S. Rainey's, you know, then M and M would sue us. Yeah, <laughs> that, that yeah, one's more uh, likely. I guess I guarantee if you put in Google Maps Rainies, you're gonna get at least five Rainies before you get to the one you're looking for. At least cure. Yeah, no, I, I will. I I like it. I'm I'm yeah. I'm fine with that. Uh, well, and that could be one of the things too. Uh, mommy's little healer, right? It that's where it gets implanted. So Jimmy's going to do the right thing for his mom by getting the cigarettes sees the cat. He's going to do the right thing. Cause he's mommy's little healer. He's going to save Raj as well. That all fits, fits in perfectly, mm -hmm. you know? And Raj is like, uh, I think we make Roger young enough. And I think it works out perfectly. Like you were saying, we make Jimmy really young too. It, it works out better where, Jimmy is like five. Roger's so young, he doesn't even know what happened. Okay. And I think that could be a cool aspect into it to where that's why Roger's so indebted to Jimmy because Jimmy's the only person Roger knows. You know, uh, and, and that could be uh, a nice little aspect too, to where like Roger always looks up to Jimmy, you know. Uh, and then we just zoom fast forward right past that place to where then Roger and Jim are, and we definitely include the the taking Roger home and mixing Roger in with the rest of the kids, and nobody even knows the difference, you know. Yeah, I, um, I kind of like the idea that Roger doesn't care about his parents because his parents are assholes. Well, you wanted to make him young. How how the fuck does Roger know that as a three-year-old, dude? Oh, fucking hated my parents. I, they're such assholes. He's three years well, old, dude. I wasn't going to make him three. I, I had him more a little bit older. Yeah, so, but 
So what's going to, um, besides just being the sidekick, because even the sidekick has to have something. So what's, so what's Roger, what's Roger's fears in life? What, what is Roger, I think, what, what's I think Roger's fits, goal? I think, I think Roger wants what Jimmy wants, but Roger wants it from Jimmy. Exactly. That's exactly. Roger okay, so, thinks um, Jimmy's it. his father figure and attaches to Jimmy how Jimmy and Jesus try to attach to their father. That's how God is Roger's trying to attach rage. to his parents. That's how all Roger's rage and everything starts, you know, because uh, Jimmy's his father figure. Let's not say father figure. Jimmy's like his big brother. Jimmy's his role model. Jimmy's his... Uh... Exactly. Which for Roger would be in his life, it would be the only thing identified as his father figure. Okay. So, so let's say, so Roger's fear is losing Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's why he hates Jimmy getting close to other people. Just drives him fucking nuts. Yeah. Here's how I see it. Roger's Roger's thing is that He's attached to Jimmy and they do everything together. And maybe Raj has a vision for where they're supposed to end up. You know, whether it's, you know, your dad is going to be John Wayne and you and me are going to be in movies or we're going to, you know, whatever. Then he has this vision for where him and Jimmy can go. And then when Jimmy, you know, and Jimmy's all for that because he also gets, you know, he relies on Raj for a lot of that same stuff, a lot of that nurturing and learning stuff. And they rely on each other <laughs> until Jimmy you know, maybe it starts at the circus. Raj gets a little bit jealous, you know, and then, uh, then they end up at the gas station together. And then when Jimmy meets Jesus, that's when Raj is like, well, this isn't going to work for me. I don't want, you know, we have a plan. We got to stick together. We're going to, you know, whatever. And, uh, so Raj is just motivated by trying to keep Jimmy to himself. He wants that partnership and he doesn't want it to evolve. He wants him to stick to the same plan they made when they were six years old or whatever. Okay, yeah. So, because Raj is young enough to just buy into You're whatever Johnny, Jimmy by the wants. way. Yeah, yeah. But then they also have that same. Sorry, John. You're you're muted. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, I like I like what Kirst. What if we do too with Roger? If Roger's super young, right? Roger doesn't know his parents. What if? What if we kind of keep it a secret? What happened? that day with the cat jimmy doesn't tell roger right doesn't tell him no need to tell him so uh, what's it get it maybe yeah, i think know. jimmy i think jimmy perfect. doesn't even know yeah perfect so so raj is pumping jimmy up we're gonna go find your father blah blah, blah. And, and then he asked jimmy jimmy you think i got a dad <laughs> you know that jimmy then if jimmy does know that could be a moment for, you know, Jimmy to either break poor Roger's heart where now Roger knows Jimmy is all I have. Or do we give Roger hope that maybe I have a dad out there too somewhere? See, this is what, see, this is why my vision, Roger didn't like his dad. He's kind of happy the guy died. He just wants that encyclopedia. We just got to find out how old he is. Five years old. Yeah. Five I mean, yes, we hate his dad. That's how that's how I was kind of five or six or something, yeah. you know, maybe a couple of years young, younger than Jimmy. Yeah. So he, so Roger's almost happy per se that maybe his parents are dead and he gets to live with Jimmy. And then that could, I mean, 
in a weird way, Cure, <clears throat> you'll 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 get the reference. In a weird way, maybe Roger has a kind of a, a weird, sick kind of uh, affection for Jimmy. That's just you know so clingy, like Norma Batesy kind of a cling. To where that and that's where it starts. It starts with Gomez, who mysteriously dies after a, a safety net wasn't placed. Who knows who's responsible for that? Uh, Butch Holmes disappears for the money, but who knows how that place burnt down? You know, maybe Roger overheard Butch saying he he wished he fucking didn't have the gas station so he could move to Florida or something, and uh, pushed Butch out of Jimmy's life, and then. Then obviously Jesus, you know, to where I like that everyone who gets close to Jimmy Rogers somehow just kind of, kind of wants to get in there and uh, kick their ass like he remembers seeing Elvis kick ass at the gas station that one day. And, and maybe that's good because maybe that's also then why later in the story we have Jimmy deciding that he can't help anybody. It's because Roger's been fucking people over on the downside every time, you know, that'd be fun. Or and he just kind of sees like Roger is like uh, he doesn't see Roger the way Roger sees him. You know, Jimmy sees it as like uh, I'm healing you, Roger. Look what I uh, look what I've done for you. Kind of a deal. You should be happy. Where Roger's like, you kind of owe it to me. It's just been me and you. You told me it'd be be me and you. It, it, you know, kind of like just kind of like a different vibe toward their relationships where. When Jimmy meets Jesus, it's the first time Jimmy's ever had kind of uh, they they kind of Jimmy Jesus have the relationship Roger always wanted Jimmy and Roger to have. Yeah, I I, I think that's the way to go. I think because I I think that that's the only thing that makes that makes sense actually because it ties I, a lot of things together. Yeah, and I, I I think it would work because here's why too is if you have Jimmy looks at his relationship with Rogers, maybe even just like, they're just, you know, they're best buds, you know? And Jimmy's like, Oh yeah. You know, we, but, but when the plan changes, you know, Jim, I think Jimmy maybe, maybe unknowingly just kind of sees Roger as like his, his partner in crime and really not much else. You know, he'll follow me where I go and he'll have my back and I'm on my journey and he's going to help me. And then maybe when he meets Jesus, you know, and, and, and that relationship starts that, that would explain, I guess, why why Raj would uh, would become unhinged, and because uh, I I also remember we we wanted Raj to kind of evolve into a Judas situation, yeah. right? That was well, and we can kind of have it, it very easily ties into them having little brother, big brother problems, right? Which we we could uh, the little brother wants to be with the big brother, where the big brother it's a lot easier to push the little brother away when someone else is out there that's cooler than the little brother type deal. So it's like for, for Roger, there's no one cooler than Jimmy, but for Jimmy, there's a lot of people cooler than Roger, you know? So it's like when Jimmy meets Butch, he like falls in love with Butch. He meets Gomez. He falls in love with Gomez. He meets Jesus. He falls in love with Jesus. Cause he's like, these people have, uh, you know, things that Jimmy hasn't been around or things that Jimmy's infatuated by or like help expand where like Roger is always just focused about like keeping it just him and Jimmy. Yeah, I dig it. What do you think, Jimmy? It sounds a little too twisted for me, but, but I think as like a baseline idea probably works. 
Yeah, we have Roger killing Jesus. Roger kills Jesus, and you're worried about a little bit of this? He he uh, he tells on him to the Romans intentionally, knowing that they're going to crucify him. Yeah, but that's yeah, but, that's down the line, and we can but and it, we can um, and we can make all of this funny too. You know, it doesn't have to come off so yeah, hopefully so you know <laughs> oh, morbid. It can, yeah, we make it a little funny. Well, this is this well, is why I think I think uh, Jesus's girlfriend is the girl that Rogers always had a crush on, of course. In the in the twentieth oh, yeah, century in San Jose, yeah. so that's yeah. that's part of the fuel as well for that. Oh yeah, well I think uh, I think it's real easy to make all that stuff real funny, you know. Uh, I think then, it would be funny to where like you you have Roger, like they they could just tell such different stories to where like so so Jimmy's going to be trying to do good in that's going to be like his mission to where maybe Roger isn't really as concerned. Like his goal is never to do the right thing. His goal is to do the thing that keeps Jimmy the closest. So like that would fit in at the circus. Hey man, Jimmy and Gomez are just, they're too tight. They're spending what Jimmy's talking about uh, leaving full time, hitting the road you know, I'll, I'll never see him. I only get to work weekends when they're in town, blah, blah, blah. And then mysteriously, you know, whatever happens to Gomez, right? Jimmy and Butch start getting real close. Roger starts getting the fucking PTSD flashbacks of Gomez. Okay. And then Roger overhears uh, Butch isn't as happy as that he lets on to be. And uh, it's talking about hating the gas station, wants to, to retire and move to Florida, whatever. And Roger, in a weird way, sees it as a, a golden opportunity to, to remove Jimmy's favorite person. So uh, he does what he's got to do. Gas station goes in flames. Butch gets his insurance money. He's out of town. Now it's just him and him and Jimmy again. Life couldn't be any better. And then out of fucking nowhere, this cocksucker named Jesus shows up. Okay. And it's just like, and then now Raj is at his tipping point. Raj can't fucking handle this anymore. He doesn't want to keep having to do this. He knows, you know, but, but nothing matters to Raj more than, than being, you know, sidekick number one to old Jimmy Christ, man. Jimmy Christ is first and, and possibly uh, most loyal apostle of all time, cousin Raj. Yeah, it's a lot of character. Yeah, it's a lot of character right there. So, I think uh, I I feel like a lot of that stuff is going to have to be in the background. Like it's subtext, a couple. Yeah, it's a couple yeah. pictures. Yeah, it doesn't even. Yeah, there's no, not a lot of story needed for that stuff. You know. Yeah, it's just a, a reaction to something. Mm-hmm. It's an image. A music cue. Yeah. Well, here's yeah, an exactly. idea for, for Butch Holmes. Butch Holmes is talking about the same thing John said, selling the gas station, moving to Florida. And then he makes a suggestion. Well, Jimmy, maybe, you know, maybe you'd like to come out there with me. And Jimmy yeah. says, oh, yeah, that sounds could be a cool idea. Rog is around the corner. Hey, it, it would have – so, Jim, you be Butch Holmes. You ask me uh, to move to Florida with you. I'll be Jimmy. Okay. Hey, uh, Jimmy, you know, I've been thinking about maybe selling this place, moving to Florida. You know, I was, you, you come with me if you want. 
Oh, oh, Butch, I don't got a passport. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. Okay, okay. Nice, okay. <laughs> All right, well, that's good. Um, I next like week. that. Yep, next week, next week, man. Hell yeah, boys. All right, love you guys. All right, peace. Love you guys. Peace. peace.